This is episode number 67, and today we are diving into homosexuality and same-sex attraction. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of Practical Christian training. Homosexuality is something that is really celebrated in our culture. It's something that's held up on a pedestal as not only being noteworthy, but worthy of imitation. That it's actually better, it it almost feels like it's better to be gay than it is to be straight. And so how do we as Christians engage in constructive conversations about this topic? How can we dig in with people and talk about homosexuality in a way that's not overly judgmental or critical or even hypocritical and turn people off from the gospel. Well, that is what I want to dive into today. Starting out, I want to make an important clarification, if you will. And, you know, the title of this episode is Homosexuality and Same-Sex Attraction. And the reason that those are two different things is that if you are same-sex attracted, that means that you experience the temptation of wanting or, or, you know, feeling like you want to lust after someone of the same gender. And the tem- at the temptation level, when you see someone and you're attracted to them and you have a desire to lust after them, until it becomes lust, that is not sinful. In the same way that if I saw a woman to be attractive that would not be sinful until I started lusting after her. Does that make sense? And the reason I want to make that distinction is because if you're a Christian who struggles with that temptation, it can be easy to feel like you're just constantly living in a state of sin, even if you're not acting on those impulses. And so I want to to clarify at the beginning that there is a difference between being tempted to lust after men or women, people of the same gender, versus acting on that temptation and lusting or actively engaging in a homosexual lifestyle. So now that we've made that clarification and we're on the same page, let's talk about what the Bible says about homosexuality in the way that we think about it and in the way that is uh, predominantly displayed in our culture. Engaging in homosexual activities is not a part of God's plan. It is not a part of God's plan for his people to engage in homosexuality. In Romans chapter 1, verses 24 to 27, speak very clearly about it. And it's something that is specifically called out in both the Old and the New Testament. So it's not even, you know, a question of, is this something that's still applicable? It is very clear in both Testaments that it's not a part of God's plan. And so, and, and, and even going a step further than that, so let's say that you're talking to someone and you say it's not a part of God's plan. And they counter with, yeah, but I feel like I've always been this way. I feel like I must have been, I didn't choose this. I didn't choose to be attracted to people the same gender. So I must have been born this way. And if God made me this way, why should I, you know, not engage with these feelings and act on these emotions that I feel that are such a strong part of who I am, right? That's a really tough question. And really the answer to this, if you start from 
accepting God's word as being, you know, perfect and true, right? That it's objectively true that homosexuality is not a part of God's plan. If you accept that as being true, then the question is not about whether you were born gay or not, or if it was a matter of your circumstances or something that's happened to you. But the question that we need to ask not only ourselves, but the people we're talking about it, talking to about this is, are you willing to deny yourself of the things you want to do in order to love God through obedience? Are you willing to deny yourself of the things you want to do in order to love God through obedience? All right. And, and Jesus makes it very clear that you cannot love God without obeying what he asks us to do. And in John 14, verse 23 and 24, it says, Jesus replied, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the father who sent me. So, again, Jesus makes it super clear here, right? That if you love him, and if you love God, you will obey the Bible. You will obey their commands. You will obey their instructions. And that if you don't love them, you will not obey their teaching. You will not obey what God wants us to do. And really what Jesus is getting at here is that loving God is not about an emotion. It's not about how you feel about God. It's not about the feelings that you communicate in God's direction. It's about whether or not you are willing to obey him. Even when you don't understand why you need to do something, even when it doesn't make sense, even when it's hard, even when it's what you don't want to do, you are still willing to be obedient because you love and you trust God that much. And so if you're having a conversation with someone who wants to follow God, but doesn't want to give up living a homosexual lifestyle, the problem is lordship. It's not even about whether they were born that way or not. It's not about whether it's legal or not. It's about making Jesus Lord. Are they willing to make Jesus Lord of their life, even if they can't do whatever they want? And when you phrase it like that, it, it kind of makes sense that this isn't just about homosexuality. This is the question that every single one of us has to answer when it comes to our sinful nature. Are we willing to mold our character to be like Jesus, even when it's not what we naturally feel like doing? And so that is the question when it comes to homosexuality and living a homosexual lifestyle that since the God makes it very clear that being engaging in a homosexual lifestyle is not a part of God's plan, then it becomes a question of, are you willing to deny yourself of that urge and that temptation in order to love God, in order to love Jesus? And if you struggle with same-sex attraction, if you struggle with this and you really just wish you could go away, but just feel like it's not something, it's, it's not something that is going away so easily. Pray for God to help you to say no to those temptations. You know, I think often about the story that Paul gives us where he has the thorn in his flesh and he asks repeatedly for God to take it away. And the answer comes back and God says, no, but because of your weakness, I will be glorified. And so pray for God to help you to say no to those temptations And also find a person you can confide in that can help you and that can support you. Someone that you can be honest and say, hey, this isn't something I'm super proud of, but I am attracted to other guys or I am attracted to other girls and I need your help. I just want to be able to talk about it without feeling judged and without feeling weird. Find someone you can confide in 
And, you know, that coupled with prayer can help you to, you know, not only overcome those temptations, but be able to eventually move past them. And all in all, guys, the world desperately needs Jesus. When it comes to these kinds of questions, the answer is really simple. The world needs Jesus. But hopefully this episode gave you the tools to confidently venture into these kinds of conversations and help point people back to the good news of the gospel. Well, that is it for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts or iTunes for your chance to get a shout out as the super fan of the week and click on the link down in the show notes to submit your question for a future episode of Fan Friday. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.